Hello and welcome to Layback with Betfair. Back for another week ahead of a huge Group 1 weekend of racing in Brisbane as we look at the Kingsford Smith Cup and the Queensland Derby as well. My name's Nick Foote. Joining me as always is the Baron of Betfair himself, Tom Haylock, the Prince of Pakenham, Reese Goodwin. Reese, welcome back after a little week off, mate. Yeah, thanks, mate. I hadn't missed too many. Um, so, yeah, I was a bit spewing a miss last week. I obviously had um, some races, which didn't eventuate to be much good for me either. So I probably should have been here. But, yeah, great to be back. Can't wait to, uh, to get into it. Well, you didn't miss a lot last week, to be honest, in terms of tipping. We didn't go. We didn't go that Thank great yourself. last week. It wasn't our. It wasn't our. It wasn't our proudest moment. I wouldn't say, Tom. How are you, mate? I'm good. Yeah, I was better before that little deal. Um, Reminder. Welcome back. Good to have you. Thanks, um, mate. I'm good, Doctor. <laughs> we, we celebrate the wins. It's important to acknowledge the losses in this game well, as Zaki. well. Is he retired yet? Oh well. It's, you can forgive one bad one. <laughs> I was just asking. That was a genuine question. Oh, right. right, okay. I thought you were trying to retire Zaki well, on later. I retired Animo, so yeah, make right. it two, That's true, yeah. two good horses from two. Well, let's head to the lay-bin, boys, because this is where we retire things, not necessarily racehorses, just anything we want to take aim at. Tommy, we'll start with you, mate. What have you got in the lay-bin for us this week? Um, two things. One that's not on the run sheet, wind. Mm. Now, I'm not talking about... The internal wind. Um, <laughs> Thank God. A gust of wind. The Oaks winner. I'm talking about wind. Mm. It is the worst type of weather ever. Wind. Like, I don't care if it's two degrees. Just don't be windy. You can't do anything when it's windy. We rarely agree. And you I'm agree? fully in your corner you on that. You can't play golf. You can rain. Like, you can rain all day. Yeah. Just don't just, be windy. Just don't be windy. Agreed. I agree. So that's my first lay, and it's very windy outside. But I got on a plane to Perth on Friday. Mm. Sat down, and I said a couple of weeks ago, race that. Um, Aeroplanes and mm. airports were walking Security, wasn't it? Security, Security mainly. Yep. Just airports in general <laughs> yeah, in the lay yeah, yeah. But I sat down on my plane, opened my pocket to put my wallet down in the tissue in there. Ooh. Dirty tissue in the pocket. <laughs> you would want a free flight. Did you get up to business class or I didn't. Oh, you uh, probably were there, were you? I didn't even raise it. <laughs> <laughs> I had the feet stretched up. He <laughs> um, would have taken it out with his teeth, I reckon. <laughs> 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 that's oh, fair. Yeah, so that's the labour. They had to sit there and yeah, that's avoid bad. the pocket at all costs. Mm, didn't no touch good. the menu, mm. didn't touch the yeah. whatever the instructions are. Bit of hand sunny. Yep, straight yeah. up. Oh, I didn't have any on me, so. Yeah. Susie got off. Yeah, yeah. no good. Mm. Uh, Reese, you've actually got something yes. in the run sheet the first for once. Thing in the run sheet. <laughs> yeah. I've had, had a couple of weeks off to think about this, so sure I could come up with something. Good and this point. probably also leads into now two lay bins from Tommy Haylock. This is pointed at you, my lay bin. Excuse these, me? These number of best bets. I want a best bet, not three of them each week. I want you to zone in on one for me so that I can go in with confidence on just the one horse. It's a terrific call. When he first started, when you go back to our first couple of episodes, well, it was just... None today, so well, yeah, That also shows you how well you're going. <laughs> the first episode, there was just one bet, one bet, one lay, and now we're getting up to th like three best bets and three lays. I don't mind a Tommy two play in the same race, but this, this... And now this morning, you've got two lays. Two lay bins. Can we just have one of those too? Oh. You're just filling up everything. Time a bit precious. Well. <laughs> yeah. so we get to the end of the episode and we've got to also make this massive segment for you to do your best bets. <laughs> he is coming firing from the week off. The week off, yeah. I'm fresh and well. I've got a bit of bounce Wouldn't about me. Would three winners than one? <laughs> well, this is a problem. They don't lob. I think you're a terrific form analyst oh. and tip star and I always follow you in no, Sydney. Don't, don't, don't I always follow you in Sydney but I want you to have one for me in Sydney. Not three. I want to have my full wager on one. Okay. Bet responsibly, of course, but okay. I want to have just one. No, thank you. Thank you, Tom. Thanks. I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, we're, get, we're getting closer here at Layback yours, because mate. that's about as honest as the feedback can get. Uh, my lay-bin this week, um, stretch hummers. Now, yep, good one. this is, yeah, so unless you're heading... That's how Reese gets around. Unless yeah. you're heading to your Year 12 Leavers dinner. Even then. You shouldn't be in one. <laughs> so, Brunton Avenue, Saturday night, post the footy, pulling out of the car park, and two stretch hummers waiting, and... A group of I'm going to say 15 to 20 blokes getting Ooh. in, getting in two. One's a hot pink stretch <laughs> hammer. The other's just your standard black. Just dividing. I don't the want group, to go to that party. Into yeah. two stretch That's hummers. a party I don't want to be at. What are you doing? That's too many people in one hammer. Yeah. <laughs> too many guys. Too. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That full stop. Grow yeah. up. There's a diversity. Yeah. Grow up. That's my uh, call there with the stretch. <laughs> I don't think hummers, I've so ever I've been in one. Have you boys actually been in one? I don't think I've ever been in a so stretch hammer. No. 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 Not a stretch. No. Um, I got picked up my first trip overseas. Actually, I got picked up in a in a limousine. On I the didn't the airport. No. And they drove me limousine. To, yeah, it was very nice though. Yeah, it was I, a nice experience. I'm probably on the fence with limos, but yeah, stretch more hammers. the hummer. Isn't yeah, it? stretch. Hummer, yeah, yeah, no good. Anyway, we could talk about stretch hummers and limousines all day, but we do have. <laughs> I don't a, know if we could. No, we probably couldn't. We do have a great card of racing at Eagle Farm this week. We're going to preview. Um, we're going to preview the bulk of that card, uh, Tommy, and. In terms of weather and track conditions up there at Eagle Farm, rails in the true, it was currently a soft life, but probably should race a good four, yeah? It should. I looked at the weather forecast and I almost thought about jumping on a plane. It was that good. Mm. It was 25 degrees and sunny the whole week. Hopefully um, no tissues. No <laughs> tissues on the plane. No, gosh. Uh, so track fair, uh, Eagle Farm, they do tend to get out late and then every horse gets their opportunity but sometimes <coughs> late today they can work up the fence so i've never been able to work out eagle farm like it's a little i don't bit think anyone has yeah. even bear gibson who, who's a astute judge up there hates it yeah and they've got better so they've grown some different turf mm. um of late and it's actually holding the water a bit better which yeah so this, this is the track that the, they would get rain it just runs straight through wouldn't it correct it basically take no. cocoon now yeah, aesthetics nice. yeah. alone it should be one of the fairest racetracks yes. mm. in Australia, mm. but it just gets a bit laney, doesn't it, in terms of where the winners come from in terms of that You pattern. see horses be beaten a huge, like, huge distances mm. as well. I think there was right. some trouble with kickback at some stage too, wasn't it? Because yeah, it was sand-based, yeah. there was a bit going on yep. coming back. Well, with all that said, we're still going to hopefully <coughs> find some winners, uh, guys, and we're going to kick things off in race number four, which is the Group 3 Lord Mayor's Cup. Set weights and penalties, 1,800 metres. Big Boy Roy won the race last year, uh, reloaded in 2021. Um, got Big Boy Roy returning again this year, and Wild Chap, they'll likely be the key speed influencers from down low. Without a fight, we'll likely push forward from the wide draw. Um, Seat of Power has also drawn Doombin, and Ryan Maloney will probably be keen to go forward from out there. Is that how you're sort of assessing the map, Tommy? Yeah, I don't know what they do with without a fight. You've nailed the others. Um, Just Folk, Seat of Power, um, drawn wide, can roll forward as well. Moderate tempo, really. There's not a huge <coughs> amount of pressure. But, um, yeah, I, I just happen to be with who I think is the best horse in the race or will be the best horse in the race, and that's without a fight. He's one of the most interesting runners in the country. He started $12 in the Melbourne Cup, if mm. you don't mind, boys. Um, he's yet to win below 2,000 metres, which is a concern, but he's never run below 2,000 metres. Mm. His debut was over 2012, I think it was. Hasn't been seen at this trip. Um, we see the Australian trainers inject some speed into these internationals. I didn't mind his trial. He warmed up late. Uh, I think he's a class horse in the race. I am heavily in the internationals when they get over these kind of distances, um, probably further, but first up, I think it'll be very hard to beat with any luck from that barrier, and I'm happy to be each way uh, number three without a fight. Yep. 
Uh, yeah, I'm with Tommy there. I didn't even realise you were with him. But um, I love the trial. I thought it was great, you know, to be making ground late in a trial. He was hurdling through the line. As you said, he hasn't won at a trip like this before, but he hasn't raced at a trip like this. And, again, exactly what you hit the nail on the head. Uh, it's hit the nail on the head with his weaking and jack speed in these horses. Mm. I think just knowing the stable um, and the way they trialled him, I'd say they'll probably elect to be conservative from the That's gate. That's what which, I was thinking. Look, it might up. be a concern, but I'm thinking if there's a lot of conservative approaches into this race at some stage someone's going to get on their bike and maybe put some pressure on a thousand half mile out where he can then probably if the pressure's put on early and it's actually is a staying test late he might be able to get out of the top of him i love the booking of zara um that shows intent yeah 100 percent. so i'd just be really surprised first run in australia they're bustling forward from that gate i think they'd as much as he's probably there to win they'd just love to see him thundering through the line and i think at that price he's probably the the clear pick as in He's the most intriguing horse, and if he's somewhere near his best, he can probably beat this lot. He could just win this on class. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Boys, I feel a bit dirty here because I'm going to be backing Luncis. Now, not one of he mine. He hasn't won since last time Reese had a lay bin. I, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I, I spoke to Reese prior to the show because you were 20 minutes late we're talking about <laughs> At least. And, At least. Uh, and I actually, Lutzies has never been one of mine, so I don't feel like I'm diving in or chasing here. This is just an, an isolated bet on what was put forward first up. We're absolutely mm. savage the line in the Scone Cup over 1,600. Um, you, you mentioned has only won one, one race in a, since being in Australia, which is obviously a concern, but minor placings to vow and declare and Sulcum in the spring read pretty well for this 1,800 metre assignment second up. So I think Luntzies is a bet. I'm going to be with Luntzies in the uh, Group 3 Lord Mayor's Cup, fellas. Uh, let's head to race five now, which is the Group 3 Fred Best Classic for <coughs> three-year-olds over 1,400 metres. Valana won the race last year, Apache Chase in 2021 and Dawn Passage prior to that. Uh, a fair bit of speed engaged here for the three-year-olds, Tommy. We're likely to see a, probably a pretty fast 1,400. Atmosphere, Sailor's Secret, End Assembly and Portray all be somewhere up on the speed. And the exciting local for Tony and Madison Sears, which is Yellow Brick, I wouldn't mind getting your thoughts on that, Galloper, um, with Ben Thompson on board. They're going to be looking for some cover as well. How are you seeing this? Yeah, so you've got three main chances dictated by the market. Hawaii 5-0, Zoo Tiger, Yellow Brick. Now, boys, would you rather back a horse that's won six from eight? Or a horse that's won one from nine and one from ten? Trick um, question. Well, <laughs> um, winners win. And Yellow Brick, it just, he's obviously won six from eight. He ticks the Eagle Farm box, which the others haven't. That's a huge thing I've gone looking for, and I do when I have a bet at Eagle Farm, because it is kind of a horses for horses track. Um, six from eight, he drawn perfectly. He gets the right run. It's a great race. Oh, I can make a case for Zootiger and Hawaii 5.0. Obviously, Hawaii 5.0 was fantastic last start. Nash stays on him. Uh, his last 400 metres there was the third fastest of the day. He was pretty soft on the line. Hawaii 5.0. It's the performance we thought he'd always shown. Um, but, or he always had, but I'm leaning to yellow brick. I think, do I want to dive out the price? Probably not, but he's about the right mark. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm piling on too, Yellow Brick, for all those reasons you've outlined there. He's third line of the market in the Stradbroke, so he's obviously, you know, showing that he's going to be going yep. close and something like that. So, he, obviously, I think it's bad luck that probably gets him beat here. Um, if he just gets a, a clear run on them, I think he's too good for them. Um, great to see Tony Sears. Obviously, he's teamed up with his, his daughter now, but I know Tony a little bit from when I just had a bit of time at Toowoomba. Terrific bloke, good trainer, underrated. Really good to see him have a horse of this calibre. He deserves a good horse, and I'd love to see him win on the weekend and, and go on and be really competitive in a Stradbroke. So, piling in there. Lady Laguna's kind of franked that form as well for yep. his last run. So. Yep. Um, 
I'm going a little bit of a different tack in this race, something that I think represents some excellent value, and that's seven veals for uh, Kieran Maher and David Eustace. So I'm not sure if I'm missing something here, but this looks a really good special at this price mm -hmm. because recently switched from Newnham to the Maher Eustace Yard. First up for the stable, ran second in the Redelva, over 1,100 metres after blowing the start. Second fastest last 200 of the meeting. Second up ran Royal Merchant to under a length in the Group 2 Tobin Bronze, who has since franked <coughs> that form by winning a Group 1. Will appreciate the big deck of Eagle Farm, a step up in distance. You're looking at a horse over 20 bucks. Five bucks on Betfair, you'll get the play. So I think it's an excellent each way bet, seven bills. So I'm getting involved there, Lewis. You've made a good case. I mean, the barrier's a little tricky. Yeah. I was just about um, to say, where do you, do you think with Tim Clark they, now up in trip, they might? look to roll forward or I, I wouldn't want to see that I was looking fun, more like the barriers probably offset by the pattern like he hasn't got away mm. well at both of these starts mm. Um, mm. at Morville so yep. I think like it will be a horse running on yep. and will appreciate the rise in distance I think he's had a, only one um, go at the actual distance and didn't and didn't feature in the money so uh, I think they'll want to ride pretty conservatively with one last big shot up yeah no fair point um, if it was a Group One, you could probably declare it the way Myron used to going mm. in the Group Ones. But yeah, yeah mm. you'd be you'd be uh, mad to take him on, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, let's head to race six now, fellas. The Group Two size produce stakes for the two-year-olds. Uh, she's a belter. Won the race last year and Tiger of Malay in 2021. Now tough map here. Unbeaten filly for Waterhouse Bot Team Zia. Is that the pronunciation? Yep. Or yep, Zia looks likely to push across from eleven. Um, there's a few there's in the speed limits here that can be are in the emergencies at the moment too, like Azula from 10, um, and a few of these out to 1,400 metres for the first time as well. So it's hard to know how aggressively they'll be ridden, but how are you assessing the map from the map point of view and the race, Tommy? Yeah, the race. I had a look at the race, and there's no horses that I've really been following closely. I didn't have a starting point due to the form. There's no horses that I follow from trials or anything. I found it really messy. Um, I don't want to touch the race at all. I could do this race for five hours and still not get close. So um, I gave it 10, 15 minutes, I'll be honest, and that, would, that did me. I had no, no idea which way and direction to lean and which horses I was keen to make a case for, so I let it go. It's often good punting, that. We'll just yeah. let it go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, exactly. Shouldering arms. Dead set, like, this would have to be the two hardest two-year-old. I think this is even harder to dissect than the Golden Slipper. Like, this would have oh, to be really? the, the hardest two-year-old race we've seen in this season. There are so many form lines here, and you wouldn't fall over if anything won it, to be fair. So, honestly, yeah. I, same with you, Tommy. I wouldn't have even given it that long. I, yeah. I didn't know where to start and where I was going to finish, so I actually just left it alone. It would actually be just great to see who wins it, to be There's fair. There's the punting lesson of the week. Sign up, back to school. Mm. Don't be afraid to... Yeah. You can let one go. Shoulder arms. Let one go. Well, stuff you blokes, because I know. There is one here, and I, I agree with everything you guys both said then around the difficulty of this race. There's one here at third emergency currently, which I prefaced in the... Uh, at the start there, Azula for Waterhouse Bot, mm. Williams booked on board. So third emergency, she gets a run. She's a big shout at plus 30 bucks. Um, raced in restricted room on debut at Warwick Farm before <coughs> getting out to 1,400 metres second up um, where t at Randwick. Did a bit of work from the wide draw, led all the way and ticked that box. So already ticked the box at 1,400. You know the Waterhouse Bot runners mm. love to... Um, love to set the tone up top. You know she's going to be rock hard fit and at 31 bucks you don't really have to have a lot on to find out if she gets a run. So that's how I'll be playing that race just from a small each way basis. 
Um, hey, let's head to race seven, which is the Group One Queensland Derby for the three-year-olds. Derby? Yeah. Oh, you want to know a dollar for every time we've had this discussion on the show. I reckon, you know, <laughs> four dollars. Yep. <laughs> I, I always, I always switch, but it's it is it's Derby Eastern Seaboard Derby. So, Perth. so they say Derby up there, or they, oh, I think it's Eastern Seaboard. Yeah, well, you, didn't you say Derby? Yeah, I'm, I'll yeah. probably push it. He's rattled himself now. Yeah. He's just oh, rattled himself. <laughs> All right, so, so we've already lost uh, <laughs> early doors in this race. Uh, Pinarello won the race last year for the Kiwis from Barrier 17, if you don't mind. Uh, Cucaracha in 2021 and back in 2019 was uh, Mr. Quickie, Johnny Allen, the mm. Demolition Derby. Uh, Another great run for out. Johnny. Yes. Um, now, speed-wise, Promises kept <coughs> led them up in the SA Derby, draws the paint here, so you'd think would likely push forward, be prominent. Sacred Mission and Special Sway, who's drawn 17, out deep with Nash on board. It'll be interesting um, to see what they do. But I guess the talk for a few weeks now has been all about Kovalika, hasn't it? So providing he handles a seven-day backup coming through the Doombin Cup, it's hard to see him losing. The market certainly agrees. Um, other runners in the market that I mentioned with Promises kept. Um, special sway, a bit of a sticky draw. Um, Tommy, over to you with this one, for this one, mate. Uh, yeah, so it is pretty hard to go past Coverlake. I bet the Vows, Vatek, over the Guineas, did so impressively, came out front of the form um, last week on the backup now. German Cup form, got to be pretty good for a race like this. Um, to run that well, giving Zaki two and a half kilos, um, that's a big tick for mine. Drawn soft. Settles closer, clearly the horse to beat for mine. Uh, if I'm betting in the race, I, oh, I don't want to dive in at $1.65. Uh, if you get $1.90, I could potentially step in, but the, I've had a better ready in the race, and that's number 14, Fame. Looks a big price. Um, loved his last two runs. Think he could actually be the most progressive horse in the race. He's gone to another level. Every time he gets over further, he looks better and better. Uh, he broke his maiden over 1850. Um, and ran the second fastest final 200 metres of the meeting there. That's good going. Uh, then he stepped up to 2050 at Mowey. Again, ran really good late sectionals, annihilated them, ran right through the line. Uh, his late splits were the fifth fastest final 200 metres over that distance. So he's a, a nice horse. He ran 11.92 at the end of 2050. That's good going. Uh, drawn well, big upside. I think he's the bet. I've taken 46s. I think he's in the 20s, so I can potentially lay off already. He might even be short on that now. So uh, glad to see a bit of market support for him. My man, Jay Collette, um, will get the chocolates. Mm. He shouldn't find too much trouble from 12, should he? No, no, just stay off the I fence. I can't wait until he's full back the fence from 12. <laughs> <laughs> in saying that, this horse, I feel like he's, his two wins were good, don't get me wrong. Yes. But I felt like he ran those really good sectionals late because he was actually having no luck in the run a couple of times. Like, you watch his Mallory run, mm. he was actually strung up in a lot of mm. traffic. So That helps. I would, yeah, I would, li yeah. I would actually like if he did find a few backsides and he was the one that was saved up for one final run at the sort of the 300 rather than him be exposed and having to make a long six, surging sort of 600 metre run. So I'd be interested to see how it unfolds. You'd be hoping on a personal note that he goes well because I see that he beat a horse called Langworthy by 3.5 lengths that Reese Goulden Racing may have recently purchased it this did week. Yesterday, so yeah. you'll be sort of hoping that the the, the Moe form is French for you. Yeah, it'd be great advertising when yeah. I can say I've <laughs> paid five grand for a horse that's ran behind a possible Group 1 place getter or winner. Can you uh, just hold a share for me until about 3.25pm, please? <laughs> yeah, as long as you up. just have one best bet, <laughs> yeah, I can do that for you. Right. <laughs> hey, can I just ask you quickly from a training perspective with um, Kovalika, so how... how 
do you see this um, you know approaching off a seven day backup coming out of a Group One Doom and Cup into uh, into the Queensland Derby? How do you see that at a dollar sixty five? Yeah. Is that a big risk? Well, this is, is what I was going to mention before I got into my two that I don't mind at a price. I'm definitely not going to pile into this horse. I think he's the no doubt the, the best horse in the race and he should win, facts and figures, but you can't get out of the back of your mind that he's had obviously a little setback. I think it was a foot abscess, they said. Obviously got over that, no problems. He ran well last week, but it's obviously not the preparation that Chris had in mind. No, um, He can get it right, of course. No doubt about it. The horse could just be simply back to his best and it might have been a blessing in disguise, but at a price like that, in a 2400 metre group one, uh, you know, for a young horse, just sort of leave me out type of um, scenario there. But look, Chris Waller, he's probably going to be the man to get, it job, get the job done. J-Max obviously going to get a good run from that gate. So you can't really take him on, but I wouldn't be piling in. The two that I want to make a, a case for, probably just at a place bet, both of them I love. They both come out of the same race. There was less than a length between them. They both get back to Eagle Farm and they both get back to 2400. So we've got Tapple Doodle Doo and also Extra Revs. Um, they're both drawn right alongside each other. I think they can be a little bit closer in the run. Uh, Tapple Doodle Doo did beat Major Bill back in Sydney four runs ago in the Tullock. Um, yes, that was a good track. Yeah, exactly. That's right, correct. And then, yeah, so the main two things, uh, they're back to Eagle Farm, bigger tracks, back to 2400, which they're both probably pretty strong on the line around 2000 at Doom. And so I think mm. place betting those two, I, I'd be so, I'm really confident one of them can at least place. So I think you can probably be in front compared to taking the, the $1.70 for Kovalika off a little setback. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to look at the race. So I'm not, I'm not really prepared to you know, pile in or, or back Kovalika, mm. and I'm certainly not going to lay Kovalika either. Mm. So, because um, as you guys have mentioned, I think Kovalika's the best horse, likely wins. If there was something at value or if it turned into some sort of staying affair, like Aberfeldy Boy is the one that I think may be over the odds, um, but 2,500 back to 2,400, I think, you know, he loves the trip, wants that, um, wants the staying affair. So um, I might shoulder arms there. Tommy and Reese on uh, on the Group One Queensland Just Derby. Quickly for Tommy, is does there look a lot of speed, or does it look like it's going to be a moderately run twenty four hundred? So what do with promises kept? It kicks up. Mm. Uh, he creates a bit of pressure because they're going to have to force the spot. Yeah, he didn't have a choice really last start no. because he sort of pushed forward from a wider draw. Yeah, just I don't think there will be a lot of these horses stepping up this trip. Mm. I think promises kept can just work forward, and they will just sit off, and it'll be like we saw in the Sydney Derby, like Major Bill just yeah, they left absolutely alone. walked. I think they mm. went twenty and a half, twenty five lengths slower than Benchmark. We need Geordie Childs in the race. They went correct. <laughs> <laughs> they went absolutely ridiculously slow in mm. an ATC Derby. So. Mm. I think they'll go slowly again. Promises are kept. It will likely be the leader. And that probably, if they do go slowly, might feature into your horse's chance. It's fame. If it's sort of mm. set yep. to be a, yep. a dash home 600, he's shown that he's Glad probably that quicker than most of these over the last final 400. Good. Very good. Um, let's head now to the second group one on the card, which is the Kingsford Smith Cup. Wait for age, 1,300 metres. It's race number eight. Uh, Apache Chase won the race last year. Vega won in 2021. And... The Bostonian with the Doombin 10,000, Kingsford Smith double. Matty Carr, I reckon. Um, yes, and uh, mate, look, any race here with Eduardo engaged, you can probably expect a pretty solid clip, particularly when he's fresh. Now, Emerald Kingdom in four, Rothfire in seven, Gentleman Roy from the car park, Barrier 18. Um, those guys hate going slow as well, Tommy, so there'll likely be some pressure up top. Uh, how do you see it unfolding? Yeah, you've pretty much nailed the, the map. Um, Eduardo, up to this trip, you'd think, would just roll forward mm. um, and let Gentleman Roy probably work across. 
There's a couple of others that have a bit of speed, but potentially have a bit further, like Palazepan, and then you've got Rothfire, uh, who looks the out-and-out -out map horse in the race, just looks to get a, a perfect run, no matter how you look at it. The Den Durban 10,000 is probably the main lead-up now, since they've dropped uh, or changed the, the structure around a little bit, but a case of you and Valana come through that. A case of you was fantastic there. I think you you might be with him, mm -hmm. Reese, but you had some fantastic sectionals. His last 600, 400 was the second fastest the race, um, and that's A-grade form around Giga Kicks. So looks right form, but obviously um, it ties in through the victory stakes as well, which Rothfire beat King of Sparta, Pulele, and then a case of you was beaten one and a half um, or 1.8. case of you was first up there, um, probably needed the run. Uh, it was probably the run of the race too, almost. I, I originally started the race watching the victory stakes and um, <coughs> the Doom and 10,000 and almost wanted to be against that form. But like there was one and a half or half a length between the first four runners in generally, the victory stakes. Generally not good, is it? No, so I, I kind of, and then a case of you obviously franked the form a little bit, but I kind of wanted to go away from that form line and look for other horses, but I couldn't really find anything. And coming got, back to it. Yeah, we've well, got Eduardo Fresh 1300 metres is interesting. Um, try it up okay. Think about it. He's won seven from eight, but it's a big step up um, at the weight scale. I mean, uh, first time at Eagle Farm for both Eduardo and um, Think About It. Then you've got Converge, who probably wants further. Mm. Uh, very tough race. Rothfire's the bomb proof horse. He's, horse. He's done it at Eagle Farm. He's the map horse. He'd be, uh, if I was tipping in the race, I'd have Rothfire on top, but I'm not overly keen to bet. Do we. Look, anything into Nash sticking with Eduardo and not sticking with Rothfire? Or was there I something going on there? I thought or? the same thing. I just assumed that Nash would have been locked into Eduardo. Yeah, possibly, yeah. yeah. I, just, I thought that was an interesting one. Is like, I don't know, I like to stick up for the old horses. I'd, lo I'd love to see Eduardo somewhere back to his best. I love that Joe's waited. Mm -hmm. He obviously thought the race the other week wasn't the right race for him and now he draws a bit better. And Is it, is it almost as well, this is sort of, this is a, big run in terms of Eduardo's career, career you'd imagine oh, for time. sure yeah <laughs> well yeah. that's the third horse yeah, you, made it, you can stop it. already <laughs> but um like what would Joe Pride <laughs> want to see out of Eduardo what's like what's a pass mark in this type of race to gear up and then think about having another crack at, at an Everest he's well off of the weights I mean he's under a 16 handicapper at 59 kilos so they've all got 59 except for a couple down the bottom of the two mares but I top five finish Mm. I would like if, if he and not fold, falling in a complete hole. If he hole folds eight. up and runs eighth, tenth, mm. they'll reconsider. He shouldn't have any excuses. There's not like he draws well, rolls forward, two trials, shortish break. He Good should finish. run well. Um, so I'm backing a case of you, a case of you. Been with him the whole time he's been here in Australia. Was happy just to watch him at Mooney Valley because he was going to get back there and wasn't going to be his track. In the Group One, William Reed there, and then his two runs in Queensland have been really, mm. really good. If he it's easy to say in hindsight now, I'm very confident he would have gone very close to knocking off Geeky Kick last start if he'd drawn a barrier. Both t Queensland runs, he's had to concede straight immediately. And it's just a big call. It's I know, I know it's a big call. Uh, don't get it. me wrong, his sectionals are just as good though. I know his sectionals probably should be as good because he's conceded straight away. Yes. But I reckon if you swap barriers, case of you gets a couple of pairs ahead and for whatever reason Geeky Kick had to come back and concede. He, I, I think he's a, just a proper bet. I think he's a proper bet. If he gets even luck from a better draw this time, he's got no doubt group one ability. I think his times show it. I think his runs have just been huge. 
I think Eagle Farm suits him because, as we spoke about with the track, it's a track that the it's got a bit of give in it immediately. Like it's just not a hard farming track, and that's why they've had a few mm. complications with it mm. because it hasn't been um, consolidating properly. Yeah. So. I think he's a great bet. He just needs even like this is going to be the issue now. He's drawn a good barrier. He's going to be cluttered up in between runners, probably midfield, fast speed. There might be a couple coming back in his face. But look, we've got the right man on board, well, Zara, yeah. to get it done. The aggressive, hook, yeah, the right yeah. guy. I like the case that he's made for a case of you. I can't see him ever beating Kiki Kick though. Yeah, that's a huge. Yeah, which well, Kiki Kick just does enough too. Like he, he case of you might. He didn't do enough against. So I wish I win. Well, I'm just saying, he doesn't just he, do enough. He has. He's, he's not. You've been black, do you reckon he was black heavier who's been undefeated? But, um, horses do lose, boys. Yeah. You're a horse A lot of mine do. Unfortunately, a lot of mine do. I wish I went and get, kick a different gravy to the French sprinting form yeah, of we'll a case of you. No, we'll but see. I, I we'll see, see the case. I, I, we'll see. I think a case of you's got to be a chance. What do you make of um, Michael Kent Jr.? I know Mick Price is involved, but Michael Kent Jr. is off at a wedding. He's got better he, things to do, mate. He's clearly got busy in Fiji yeah, at the moment. Can't people take leave? No, not when there's a group one French champion sprinter, this, best sprinter in the country. This the has to be the beauty of training partnerships, though. Yes. I often How good blood, is that? Like, you know, Reese mucks boxes <laughs> twice a day. Like, yeah. mate, when are, when are you finding your Reece, training Reece partner? Reese would work on his own wedding day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, probably would, to be fair. Um, <laughs> if that ever comes, which is highly unlikely, <laughs> not on me. Oh, well, if someone wants to tie the knot with me, they're bloody... Not Crazy. going well. Yeah. <laughs> Horse training for one. Um, um, so you go, you go, footy. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, I just want to get back to this race just quickly. Um, prior to talking what about your smack. upcoming <laughs> future nuptials, uh, Shalo, I want to talk about this horse. Yes. Um, one start for the O'Day Hoisted camp. Gets a run now. Yeah, gets a run. Now that that's a good success. start. That's that a great yeah. start. <laughs> oh, I'm backing some emergencies, <laughs> so it is a good start. That was at listed level over 1,400 at the sunny coast. <coughs> she put an absolute hole in them. Um, ran the fastest last 6.42 of the race, off a strong gallop, produced a really big figure as well. Prior to life in Queensland, she's been thereabouts and, and run midfield in, in some proper Melbourne spring races. I love the O'Day Hoisted camp. Um, I like the change in scenery. Fresh is best for her. Um, it's clearly been the plan. Have to entertain this horse at a 20 bucks plus. So I'm going to play Shalo each way uh, in the group one up there. I see your case. She's not well weighted. Mm. So she's 102 rated carrying 57 with the two kilos off for being a mare. Um, but like the Inferno's 102 rated as well. But you've got, what is it, 50, 10 horses above that are better weighted. Um, not well weighted, but I make, you make a fair case. Fresh. Can we stable? can we make a little case for your old mate, the Inferno? Best run for quite some time off a really hot tempo around Mornington. There's going to be a lot of speed injected here. Seventies, eighties. Oh, I've had a little something just in case. Were you going um, to mention that before I brought this up? No. Nah. Um, <laughs> Keep that one in his pocket. <laughs> no, the form the form through that last start of Mornington hasn't been strong, so mm -hmm. that's that's a concern. But it was a return of his old old form. Blinkers came off last start. He was fantastic. He does get a dry track, which he needs now. It's proven he needs it. Thirty-one days off. 1,300 metres is a slight concern, but he gets a few things in his favour for sure, and he might end up a stupid price. There's worse 81 pops getting around. And he brings different form. Mm -hmm. Like, you couldn't back an $81 pop that's been lapped by some of these mm -hmm. in the past. Right. He brings completely different forms. And so at his best has shown he can, he can be up to these. Yep, yep. Excellent cool. discussion. All right, so um, that's how we're playing the Group 1 Kingston Smith. I like it. Uh, a case of you and Giga Kick. We'll make sure we snap that one up for Twitter. That, that'll create... Now, unfortunately, <laughs> I, unfortunately <laughs> no, I'm, in the, back, back I'm, I'm three back the fence because the result's already been shown. Yes. But 
that's just me thinking that he possibly could have with the right run. No, I, I like that you had the courage to say that. <laughs> I wouldn't have. Um, race number nine, uh, the listed Helen Coghlan stakes, fillies and mares, uh, 1,200 metres. Najmati won it last year for the Snowdens, exhilarates in 2021 for the Royal Blue. Um, Fashionau, Extremist, Enterprise, Pom, they've all drawn out. They will look to settle handy. Uh, Self-indulgent from Barrier One may kick up and hold a spot as well. How's the tempo look here, Tommy? Yeah, you've nailed it again. Um, good oh, speed. Speed map's foot you're today. Yeah, oh, you're on fire. Better speed watch out for your job, mate. I know. Yeah. Uh, you're on fire. Um, Thanks. Map Horse is Booksbuyer. So before I get to Booksbuyer, um, Sneaky Five was really good last start. Found the line. It was a fast run race and um, she was a long way off but sprinted nicely, made up a good ground. She found the line 5.2 lengths faster than average there for the final 600 metres. No issue, 1,200 metres. Draws to get a nice run. She's a chance. Hellfest comes through that same race, ran similar splits. Um, slightly held up at, at stages, but not too bad. But meets Sneaky Five, four and a half kilos worse. You've got Extremist and Comrade Rosa, who also come through the race. They finished second and third. They meet Sneaky Five, two and a half kilos worse. So from that lead up, I would rather be with Sneaky Five, but I'm not overly bullish about that. I kind of looked away from that lead up. I'm heavily in the corner of uh, Booksby here. I think you're getting a decent price to find out. Extremely well off at the weights. Um, she's got 55 and a half kilos, set weights and penalties. She's a 96 handicap rater. She's the third highest handicap rated horse in the, in the race with 55 and a half kilos. So um, she obviously won the Magic Millions, doesn't get penalised for that. Um, well off the weights, good horse. She's um, McDonald's sticks with her, nice trial, soft trial, drawn to get the perfect run of the race. The only concern, genuine firm track and Eagle Farm as I touch on. Mm -hmm. um, so she just ticks those two boxes, but at $4, $4.50 Betfair, I'm happy to, to back her and she's... One of my five best bets of the day. No, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, he's don't, my best don't joke. You are not joking. <laughs> don't joke about that. You are being serious there. Uh, you yeah. have cut it down to one now, but that it was, was five. Joke. That was <laughs> I'm, she's going to be my best sneaky five. Uh, yep. Followed her. She was down here in Victoria, so I followed her when she went up there. Her first up run was great, 1,000 metres. We're talking Prince of Boom and Rothfire that she ran behind. Mm. Made Grand Often. Rothfire, Rothfire we've just made a case for in the group one. Um, second up, even better uh, at 1100. Third up now, 1200. Back to Eagle Farm, drawn to get the right run. Listed race that Rosemont will want to have another black type race on her CV before she probably goes to the breeding barn. Jimmy Orman, he's leading the premiership overall in Australia uh, for most winners. He's, so he's just in flying form. So he's a good get. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to make it my best. Simple Ooh, as that. Good. Best bets head to head. I will probably save Sneaky Five because she's the one I want to be out in the lead on the from the lead up. Yep. So. Um, Head to head, kind I of. Like it. Sort of. Huge call. And Jimmy Orman, I mean, I know it's J Mac, but just Jimmy Orman, a bit stiff with Kovalika as well. Yeah, there was a little story about that that um, I think Chris sort of was apologising in a way, but said, you know, he's got. <laughs> He's, you've got to keep loyal to... Sol's not Sol's. Yeah, keep loyal to, <laughs> like to, to J-Mac and um, I think Nash was the other one that was yeah. mentioned. So, yeah, a little bit stiff, but I think he'd know the process, unfortunately. Definitely. I think he knew when he, he was just grateful to pick up the ride he when still it had, he still first had a group, went up there. He still had a Group 1 ride. And he could still knock out. it off. Yeah. He can still knock it off <laughs> with <laughs> the vows, too. Yeah, so, true. wouldn't that be bittersweet? That would be good. Hey, I've got a um, Tommy 2-bet in in the Helen Coglin here. So uh, first one I want to touch oh, on I'm only to do then. is <laughs> Aureus. I did mention Nick, I don't mind Nick Tommy Tubet doesn't sound near it. No. Footy, footy two play. Might be your own. Aureus Angel. Um, a lightly raced five-year-old mare for Chris Muntz. Two from two track, trip, jockey combination. 
Uh, second fastest last 200 of the meeting on both of those occasions. Uh, expect her to be flashing late again. Uh, a mere in form that's well over the odds. We're talking 20 bucks for both plus for both of these uh, runners. And the other's Hellfest. I know you touched on um, worse off at the weights, but I've just got a lot of time for this girl. She, she was a little tardy away last start from the wide draw. Tim Clark had to take his medicine. She was really getting into her work and was blocked for a run upon straightening. So picked up again, strong through the line, can be much better positioned here from five um, and can run a really big race. Both of those runners are at 20 bucks, so I'm happy to just play um, play each of those in the last there at uh, Eagle Farm, fellas. Um, hey, before we head to Sandown, Tommy, we, you know, we've had our back to schools and all that sort of stuff. I just want to quickly ask you um, about the Ashes because Ooh. the Ashes is coming up. I know you're a big cricket fan. Mm. Uh, Racism. I, I love watching the Ashes. I'm a very I'm very selective when I come to my cricket. Like I'm glad they've addressed the big bash fixturing of 700 games <laughs> in the summer and they've wound that back. Uh, I'm a big Ashes man, particularly when it's in England, I love mm. you know those late nights watching cricket. I'm all about it. So I guess I wanted to ask you, Tommy, what markets are on offer from Betfair perspective, and what are the benefits of betting with Betfair coming up to the Ashes? Great question. Um, yeah, so series winner. It's really tight, actually. As I look now, it's two dollars <coughs> thirty um, each of two for England and Australia. So it doesn't get any closer than that. Drawn series seven dollars. Obviously, last time Australia visited England, it was two two. We saw. Uh, ben Stokes pulled off a miraculous um, century and, and got him over the line late with um, the spinner there. But England 230, Australia 2 dollars 30, drawn series. We've got all the how many matches in this series, Tommy? Five, mate. Five. Um, so typical, um, typical markets. We've got the both teams, most runs, most wickets, um, leading wicket taker, series score. Got it all. First test odds up uh, are up now. Uh, who do you like, Footy? Oh, I have to back the Aussies. I could not, honestly, like, I'm, I'm a punter. I like to make money. Mm -hmm. But I could not sit there. I would rather shoulder arms to having a bet than back England if I thought they were going to win and make money. Yeah. So it's, um, I think it, it's just un-Australian, legitimately un-Australian if you did that. So We've got um, England short price favourites, or 236 uh, for the first test. But the beauty of Betfair as well... Um, the odds fluctuate, so you can actually end of each day's play. You can wake up and trade out of your position as well, um, or you can call up, and it's brilliant, mate. Green so carding, great, great oh, booking. booking. Green yeah. booking, yeah. Um, well, speaking of green and green wickets, you can obviously bet with, um, you know, in terms of runs markets as well, and all that sort of stuff on Betfair. So it's all on Betfair. Um, you can back play, trade, do it all. We've seen some pretty aggressive batting collapses <laughs> in the past. So well, we've uh, got India in the World Test Championship before that too. That's only a couple of weeks away, so I can't wait for that. I, I actually think Australia have had a better preparation for the Ashes than England. We've seen a lot of their um, batsmen making runs over there in county. Um, Labuschagne's going well, making runs. So. I think we've had a pretty good preparation. The English bowlers, <coughs> I think Australia will be looking to keep them out in the field as long as possible mm. with the, the two old men bowling and fronting the attack. And then um, Basball is going to be fascinating watch mm. as well. They want to make runs quickly to, to keep the test shorter as well. So <laughs> can't wait. Have no. you got a cricket best bet? No, or I've got bets? four. Uh, no, not yet. We'll get to that. You won't be on the cricket show. Don't worry about oh, that. Oh, that's disappointing. I'm just. I was looking for a place then. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> no, all, all good. Um, 
no, good insight there. And yeah, looking forward to the Ashes in, what is it, months? Yeah, almost months, exactly a month. month 16th, the first yeah, test. Brilliant. Jeez, Tom, he's got it on his calendar yeah, on his well fridge. Right. Um, yeah, hey, he's got one of those Christmas where you... I know, advent calendar. Yeah, advent calendar with the chocolates. <laughs> um, let's get stuck into... We're just going to preview the feature race from Sandown quickly as well, Tommy. Um, you can... It's the listed Bellisbury. Uh, stakes Extreme Warrior won the race last year. Sistar won it in 2021. It's a it's a real dash. It's a thousand meters. And um, let's talk about the map because there's speed on speed here with Sartorial Splendor, Esther La Roca, Pintoff, Starry Legend. They've all got it to burn. And then the world fancied Katsu, which I don't mind a chicken Katsu will be uh, Ooh, I quite, love a chicken quite katsu, handy yeah. as well. Um, yeah, in terms of track conditions as well, you might want to touch on those before um, we preview the race too, Tommy. Uh, race, what do you reckon? Uh, yeah, so we're going to have a bit of rain. Yeah. Well, firstly, track, track conditions. Sorry, we're going to have, have a bit of rain this afternoon into the night, into the morning. Um, I think they're predicting somewhere around 10 mil, so we could probably get 35. Um, and then, but it is Flemington, so, oh, sorry, no, we're seeing out. I lie, sorry, apologies, <laughs> apologies. I'm going off a week early. I'm, I'm, I've got one in next week. I'm getting a bit excited. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you may, I'm guessing it's going to be in the soft range. I think it's currently soft five. So mm. I'm, I'm sort of thinking six, seven. Yep. Seven, probably the worst side. Six um, on the day. It'd be great if we could just have a clear day. As long as you don't get rain on sort of day. on the day, you can be pretty happy mm. with what you got. Um, Stack of Speed here, Esther La Roca, Sartorial Splendor, Starry Legend, uh, obviously Katsu won't be far away, Invincible Caviar won't be far away either, but I think sort of a Sartorial Splendor, the way he goes these days, that they'll be probably leaving him a lot. Oh yeah, he's, he's just, and not, nothing against um, Laura who rode him on the, the weekend, she sort of just flowed with him, which you should do, I think that's when he runs at his best, when you just sort of let him run, put a break on them and then hope for the best late. Um, mm. So a stack of speed. I'm going with Esther La Rocca because I think he'll come across from that wide draw and probably be outside one of those ones. Um, he's jumped out really good. It took Cool and Gatter to beat him in a recent jump out. We know how well she goes. He flies fresh. He loves sting out of the ground. Mm. And you're getting like 12, 13, 14 dollars for this horse. I think he's the one that's well over the odds. And to be fair, what's not an overly strong listed race? Um, let's be fair. There's a couple of horses here that wouldn't sort of shape up against some better quality uh, stake sources. Um, and I'm also going to lay Katsu um, because I, I just feel like for the price you're getting around $1.80, I think the jump he's taking in grade, I mean, he beat who shot Susie two starts ago and he beat south of Houston. Yes, don't get me wrong, one again, but in three-year-old grade. I just think it's, yeah, that's too short. That's way too short for me against these older horses, older season horses, and he's still doing things wrong. He's not the finished product. He can over-race, he wears earmuffs. I just think it's way too short to be um, to be going in there, and I'd much rather be each way a rocker. Pretty good case. Tommy? Uh, I've got Katsu on top. I agree with... <laughs> I, I agree. I could see that coming. <laughs> I agree. Pretty good case, but he's wrong. <laughs> no, I agree with you about price. Too short for me. Awkward barrier. Um, Geordie Childs will just lead. Um, okay. I think I think he has to be positive. Yeah, uh, yeah no doubt he'd be positive. Do you think there is the chance that there is this speed battle? Like Starry Legend's also a horse that doesn't settle well, and the times they have tried to settle him, he just fights. And then Sartorial's similar. I, I think the track and the starting position lends itself to not being. The world is not under each other and staying their lane deep. Like yeah. for a thousand meters, it doesn't really matter too much. So mm. uh, I 
like backing three-year-olds on the way up at this time of year. And that's the way I've gone in a tricky race where there's no good, really good horses. Um, well, Katsu's the one, and now's the time to back him. So he brings the best last start figures in the race. Uh, probably says more about the race rather than his performance there. But uh, he went at a moderate tempo, out-sprinted his rivals. As you said, the second horse came out and won really well. He's the horse on the up, and I've got him on top. Um, I can see why Reese doesn't want to back him. What, yeah. what, sorry, Nick, what price would you need for you to step in, you think? I'd take even. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you just wait and see. Up. Sorry again. You do. I think you'll get that on Betfair. I think you'll okay. get two ten, two twenty. There might be a few people taking a three year old on yep. with an Fair awkward enough. gate. Yep. So. Yeah. Well, Katsu certainly fits the profile and the mould of this race. Seven of the past ten winners have come at fifty four kilos and have been progressing. So. Um, through so that, that's a fair call. I just wanted to ask you, Tommy, about taunting. Like a, an interesting preparation for this <coughs> Michael Hickmott runner mm -hmm. here comes through an Oak Bank, a win at Oak Bank, which is just a strange <laughs> old track, and then uh, no good during the Warrnambool Carnival on a bottomless deck. This looks like a horse that could really benefit off a strong speed up front and be flashing late. Do you give taunting a chance at? You're getting about seven bucks on the fare. Yeah, I'm. Su I actually thought he might be more than that. Mm. I mean, he's coming off a win. He's been well found in the market. Like, yeah, uh, he's a horse stacked with ability that mm. hasn't lived up to it, and the market's probably priced on that. But I'd want to see him longer. Um, like he ran fourth to Cumin and Magic Marks. Yeah, I just back. ask for some of his. Some of his peak figures oh, good stack enough. right and up to winning this race. That's why he's probably been disappointing, and we haven't seen the best of him. Mm. Um, I agree, he's the right type of horse I'd go looking for, but yeah, too short. I'd like to see him, and you don't know how he's come through that heavy ten, but mm. um, I'd like to see him at ten, twelve dollars, which again you might get on Buffet. Yeah, I think this race just reeks of danger, and I'm mm. staying out. I, I can't, yeah, I can't really identify any sort of value or anywhere where I want to get in there. We so haven't I'm mentioned the, the girl's great progeny, Vincible yes. Cavanaugh. Any well, opinion we did. there? We, we made mention. Oh, in did the we? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any, any, you watched any back straight jump outs at Tynong? No, not at Tynong. <laughs> uh, I'll leave that to my Melbourne man. Um, Tongue tie first uh, first time's interesting gear change okay, yeah. for Invincible Caviar. That is. Mm. Um, a deep race. I could, wouldn't be surprised if uh, she win. Okay. Yeah. Well, good preview. Like it. Um, before we get into, I guess, our bests, we'll do some other bests. Can you not put an S on that, please? <laughs> other bet. Well, we've out. got an other bet segment. Okay, you missed this last week. Yeah, well, I haven't been filled in by this until I got boxes. here either. So... What happened, what happened here, Reese? last week is we went through some other bets from around okay. the grounds that right. um, we're interested in getting involved in. New segment, um, thanks. Yes, it is a new segment. Tommy, you've always got a couple and you're the Sydney man, so what do you like in Sydney? I do. Yeah, Ramwick's interesting. How's this tomorrow? Uh, I think it's tomorrow. Zero to seven mils forecast. So we could end up with zero and it'd be a good four or we could get 28 and end up with a heavy 10. <laughs> zero to seven, I love that. It yeah. couldn't even be two to seven. <laughs> They've left it at zero. Yeah, yeah. So there's a chance we'll get no rain. I know. It's <laughs> a good <laughs> job, that. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to know what it paid. Not even that. <laughs> Just the KPIs. Yeah. Involved. They could get 25. And <laughs> yeah. Do you reckon they're getting held accountable? No. Clearly <laughs> not. Um, <laughs> Ramwick race one number five, Vomo Island is a bet for me. Hopefully start the day off um, well. I reckon Ramwick, they'll be getting off fence a little bit, rail in the true, especially if it is a soft track. Uh, Vomo Island maps perfectly. Across the line with a horse uh, last start who went on and won at Rose Hill. Very well, Celestial Legend on Saturday. So it's the right form. Had a trial on May 15. Worked home like the 1,400 metres would suit him perfectly. I think he will win the first race, one number five. Speaking of 
Vomo Island just quickly. I actually went on my honeymoon to Vomo Island yes. for, off Fiji. Yes, beautiful this thing's spot. a certainty yeah, now. It's, it's where Mick Kent Jr. is right now, yeah, probably. It's, <laughs> it is. It's a beautiful spot. He so spoke to Nick before he left to get the pointers get on where to go. Mate, seriously, a great spot. <laughs> so, sorry, mate. That's, that's just yeah. Great segue. Great story, mate. <laughs> Thank I hope the viewers mate. enjoyed that. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if they've lasted this far, I highly recommend it. Just enter code Footy Twenty Five. This is a great segment. My other best, other. Bet, sorry. Bet. Yes, yeah. thank you. Other bet is race seven at Randwick, number 14, I earn a Merck. Uh, got, I put him in the back book in two recent jump outs. Absolutely enormous. Found the line very, very well. Uh, he's drawn well. Interesting. He Interestingly, he's got back in his two trials. Maps has been paying closer in his, all his runs, but he got back in his trials. But drawn well, I don't think he'll be far away. He's good speed engaged. He's shown the speed to lead if in the past if Rachel King wants to do that. I hope they don't. I think they can just settle in behind the speed. Two trials I said have been enormous. Three-year-old taking on the older horses. I said now's the time I want, I want to look for those type of horses. Huge amount of upside, more than any other horse in the race. He's lightly raced and he's gelded this campaign. Um, looks a bet for me, race seven, number 14, Iona Merck. There's a lot of spruik names in this race. It's time. a good race, actually. I'm not even talking about the race itself because I haven't Merck. done it, but it's Iona Merck, billion dollar baby, <laughs> yep. never second. Uh, you've got oh, spruik names. Miss Dior, time for victory, turn it up. Yeah. yeah, I could lay like in. Oh, never second. That is stopping runners. your horse, isn't it? Never second. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Oh, you could lay in. Yeah, I think Kin's yeah. probably too short. Um, yep. And I'm. I'd rather be with uh, second favourite Iona Merck. Yep. Could yeah. I? Who's the stable of Iona Merck? Bjorn Baker. Okay. Interesting. Rachel King on board. Yep. I don't. At the moment, I don't like backing Bjorn Baker horses first up. <coughs> A lot of them are trialling the house down, but they are. The way that they trial has been front-running, leading types, and they've flopped a little bit fresh. This horse has different. been different when it's getting back, which I really like. Yep. Yep. Uh, I've got just one other bet from around the ground before we get into our bests. It's Sandown race number eight, and it's Greenfly. So I love the setup here for Greenfly. Very good uh, on return at Flemington. Ran the second fastest last 200 of the meeting, over 1,400 metres. Out to the mile here is three from three second up. Braden Starr's the favourite in the race, who I was also really keeping an eye on where um, where he'd land next up. But barrier three for a horse likely to be back amongst runners, Ollie on board, isn't the setup that I want. Is um, that a negative Ollie yeah, on board? Yeah, it is. Yeah, oh, I don't, okay. not, I'll pay I'll that be watching this race. Yes. So Green Fly, you're getting you know, 6.50 on the fair, um, drawn wide, will be getting to the best part of the track and rattling late, I think. Well, Very I'd love to have another bet but i didn't know about this segment well, so go on what do you got well, i don't all no. i got now is my best bet well there was one other i wanted to mention and that's at packenham tonight ah yeah packenham fair enough tonight <laughs> reese and, and i have a runner tonight tommy in packenham and i think is a great chance and i don't often tip into my own horses on any yeah, yeah do you think it's a good chance I this has made me nervous good, now i think it's, it's a very a good, good chance? i think it's a good chance and the the, the more rain that comes the better she's and there's a, a she's big a, downpour about three o'clock today the um reese bun over here has been all over it and we're getting Double if, if anyway, we're getting double yeah. figure odds about Wintilly, so that's Pakenham race four, number eleven. Wintilly like tonight. That. If you're that's listening, that's why you tune in at six o'clock. Exactly, exactly. that's right. If you're watching you live, you have to back. watch live, otherwise you miss out on these <laughs> juicy each way plays, these <laughs> one by three bets. Hey, before we get <laughs> good luck with that, guys. Thank Thanks, you. Um, before we do, just get into our our wrap and our best bet backs and lays for the weekend. I just wanted to ask you about the Betfair Greyhound ratings model, Tommy. Yes. So I'm glad you've asked. We've got a 
ratings model on uh, has been going for three weeks. So if you go onto the Betfair app, download the app if you haven't got it. Uh, you toggle on the ratings. It's been fantastic. Um, I went and had a look at the results of the, the ratings model. So it's rated prices for every Greyhound race. Um, we've seen some huge results. 19 dogs in 2022, uh, $3 or less that won and paid over $20 Betfair starting price. Wow. So we saw two dogs at odds on actually pay triple figures and won. So that's in 2022. So it's worth having a look at. Oh, hey. um, I yeah. know what I'm doing when I get in the car. Put it on, have a play. And it, obviously you've got both sides of the bet too. If we rate something yeah. 10s and it's $3, mm. you can lay it. Mm. So um, check it out. It's just yeah, a bit of fun. Do you guys ever get involved with the, with the hounds? I love, I, I don't do. mind the dish lickers. Yeah, yeah. I'll I've, get involved there. I, I think I like getting involved there because I'm like playing roulette as I feel like Greyhound's a bit like roulette. Like there's a good dog yeah, in it, I but it can that. easily just get rolled because yeah. it's just missed a kick and gets knocked down. It's so. a good thrill if you just want to mug recreational punt yep. for a bit of fun. Lay some, yeah. lay some short Correct. price Greyhounds. It's always a bit of fun. I love that I've got something to go to now and yeah. something to go off. Good, Have a look it? at the ratings. I'm um, also operating with some real sickos here, but that's great. <laughs> I also own. It took this for you to wear that. Out. I have owned a couple of Greyhounds as well. It's good fun. Yes, excellent. Hey, best bets, um, best backs and lays for the weekend. We might tick over just with both of them as we go around. Tommy, best back, best lay? Uh, best bets, Randwick race eight number, oh, sorry, race seven number 14, Iona Merck. I think you're getting a good price there, $4. I don't want to mention any other runner. I won't even mention a lay bet because I'm scared of race. Well, yep. this is good. I can finally pencil in one and just Watch have second full confidence. Watch and I won't even mention it. Yep. Well, you can't have a second best. No, you haven't I'll, said it. I'll text you. The problem, <laughs> the problem is... My best bets might change come Saturday. Well, so let me you know. text me on Saturday. Yeah, yeah let me know. Right cool. Reese, your best bet? Uh, Eagle Farm, race nine, number four, Sneaky Five. Uh, best each way bet. You cannot miss with her each way. I think she's a terrific top three chance. And I think she's sort of $9, maybe even $10. So can't go wrong there. Uh, and then best lays, Flemington, race number six, number seven, Cat Zoo. I just, real dangerous Sandy. price for mine. Sandia. Sorry, what did I say, Flemington? I've had it stuck. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why. Sorry about that. But yeah, Sandia. Sorry, Sandia. Katsu. No, uh, not at that price for me. It certainly won't be winning at Flemington. Uh, Murray Bridge. <laughs> oh, well, well, there you go. Well, I'm right then. Yeah. <laughs> it won't be winning at Flemington. <laughs> Royal Murray Bridge, race five. Clabell. So finds a much easier race here. Last start, push forward from Widegate. Group two, Tobin Bronze. And finish two and a half lengths off Royal Merchant. And she dances. Cross the lines of the likes of Wee Nessie and Shuffle Dancer. What price would they be here in a benchmark 70 at Murray Bridge on a Saturday? We'll push forward again. Fitness Edge, one from one track and distance for 455 bucks. Good bet. Clabelle is my best of the weekend. Uh, today's been fun, fellas. A little bit loose. We haven't had our producer here to sort of straighten us out a little bit today. I think it's because I didn't get a latte. Yes, I, I think that is the reason. Um, Tommy, thank you for being late. All the best on the weekend uh, with your bets. Reese, all the best, and we'll be uh, messaging tonight for wins. Good really. luck tonight, guys. Yeah, thank you, and punters, all the best on the weekend. Gamble responsibly, and we'll be back next week on Layback with Betfair. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website.